0: Hello, podcast world, and welcome to another edition of TIGS Bits, your weekly dose of insanity fueled from the brain of me, Tiggs. <laughs> well, look, I do not have a guest on this week's show, but I'm going to be talking about one of my favorite subjects in the world, food. Food. <laughs> Look, this isn't going to be some kind of a deep dive into fancy and complex dishes. Nope. We aren't going into fine dining on this episode. promise you that. We're going to talk about my personal favorite, the king of the barbecue, the smoked brisket. Oh man, do I love me some smoked brisket. I'll be honest. It's kind of become an obsession for me to try brisket just about everywhere I go. I mean, I've if if I come into your town, I see brisket is there that you you know you 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 sell brisket, you have barbecue. I'm gonna look and see, huh? I hope they have brisket. And if you do, I'm stopping. I'm trying it every single time. I can't help myself. It's like my one go-to thing. So <laughs> those of you who who know me personally. Uh, you know that I take brisket serious, and there is no doubt that, uh, that brisket is definitely definitely my love language. Uh, but look, before we jump into talking about briskets, if you've not checked out the Facebook page, Tigs Bits, head over, give it a like, and share it with your friends. Uh, also, the show is now available on all streaming services like Apple Podcasts, Spotify Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and uh, and more. If you're enjoying these, please share it with your friends. They can just search TigsBits. And last, please subscribe to the show by pressing the little plus button that's uh, at the top of your app. Uh, give it a rating, leave a review. It helps the show reach more people, and I'm really having fun making these. So. All right, let's let's jump back into uh, to talking about some delicious smoked briskets. Oh man, so where do I even begin with this? I have, uh, I think I think we probably just should start where my obsession of of brisket really really began, and uh, and and we'll we'll just go from there. Um, I can tell you, it was in the late nineteen nineties. And uh, and I was going to college at Northwestern State in Natchitoches, and, uh, and I would commute to school and had a job in Leesville, Louisiana, which if you don't know, that, that's a pretty good distance. So I, I grew up in a little town called Florine, Louisiana, and uh, I would drive to Natchitoches to go to school, which was about a 30, 35-minute drive, 30 minutes uh, if I was hauling it, but 35, 40 minutes. Dependent on the traffic to to commute to school, and then another hour south of Nacogdoches, southwest of Nacogdoches, uh, to get to Leesville. But I worked uh, in the voting machine warehouse in Vernon Parish, and uh, and a Mister a guy named Mister Roscoe. Man, he was awesome. He was uh, he was my boss, and I helped them uh, or helped him set up voting machines there there in Vernon Parish. Now, what was awesome is. Mr. Roscoe didn't care what hours it was that I worked. As long as those voting machines were ready to go, come election time, everything was set up right. And look, I can tell you this, there are a lot of checks and balances, or there were back then, on those old school voting machines where you would go in, you would pull the lever and all. Very complex to set up. Super tough to set up. Um, but once you did and you know there were different ways you could test it you couldn't fool it it registered whatever it was i i'm not jumping into politics or anything like that but it amazes me that technology that goes way back then i think some of those voting machines were from the 30s and the 40s if i if i remember correctly but uh, th- they they worked they worked great they were heavy as all get out i mean it, it was It was a task. It was something else. But I really, I enjoyed doing that. And Mr. Roscoe, he didn't care what what was happening as long as it got done. And it took a long time to get them ready. But I would go in at night and stuff like that. He knew if I wasn't there whenever I got out of school that I was most likely on Toledo Bend fishing. And as long as I brought him some fish. He was good with it. But look, that's for a whole other podcast down the road, a fishing podcast. I'm not going to get into that tonight. We're talking about briskets. All right. So look, I would leave Leesville and I would drive back to the house in Florine in the evenings or at night whenever I was working, uh, whenever I was working in on the voting machines and stuff. And there was this store in a little small town called Hornbeck. Um The name of the store was S&J, and it was owned by a man named Sidney Lucius. And he served smoked sliced brisket, and holy cow, to say it was good or even great would be a huge disservice to Mr. Sid. That's where it began. There's no doubt that that is where it began. Now, sure, I've had smoked brisket before, uh, before then. And I always liked it. In fact, there was a little food stand off the side of the road in a town just north of Florine. And look, I know that you guys are listening to this. A lot of you have no clue where these little towns are that I'm talking about. But if you look on a map and of Louisiana and you see Shreveport, and then you looking up in the north top, looking up at the top of Louisiana... You see Shreveport, then you look straight down to the bottom of Louisiana to the Gulf. You'll see Lake Charles, Florine, and this area that I'm talking about is kind of right there in the middle, on the Texas-Louisiana border, and uh, and adjacent to Toledo Bend Lake. But anyhow, I just <laughs> wanted to to tell you that because not everybody knows where this is that I'm talking about. But anyhow, um. Edmondson's barbecue was the name of that place. He was on the side of the road there in Fisher and he had a barbecue stand. He had the absolute best chopped beef sandwich that I I've still that I've ever had to this day. And I remember my dad going on Saturdays a lot of times and getting it and my dad would get a hot link and and, and all of that, but it was so good and that was really one of my first introductions to Fantastic barbecue smoked barbecue, smoked meats, he had different things, of course, too, and um, that's kind of where it's my love started, but my obsession with brisket yeah that 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 definitely got started at at s and j so naturally, I'm passing by this place on my way home, and I have to stop now look i also I have to admit that I am a little bit partial to the Lucius family. His kids are some of my best friends, and as Mr. Sid says it, we are family. I grew up with them. I spent a lot of time at their house after church on Sundays and just hanging out with the boys and and the daughter, uh, just having having a lot of fun growing up as a kid. So I am partial to them. However, I am assuring you that I can remove all bias here. Later on in this in this show, I'm going to discuss some more famous places, quote unquote, that I've tried in Texas, and I'm going to give you a ranking on them. I'm going to give you my top five places for brisket in Central Texas, at least, which is the capital of barbecue in the world, in the world. So I'm going to give you my top five of at least where I have been to, but my standard is to compare everything, every brisket that I've ever eaten is Mr. Sid's brisket, period. It is Mr. Sid's brisket. It is the best. So I would stop by on my way home and visit with his son Sid Jr. or Sam or both of them and another one of my best friends, John Melvin, who worked there while he was going to college too. Uh, To say that place was hopping back then would also be an understatement. He sold out every single day uh, of the brisket, and he cooked other things too, but the brisket was the hit. I mean, that's what people would come there for, and uh, and I certainly helped him in that regard. I assure you of that. But, uh, but I was around the store a good bit and just started watching them cook briskets, and I wanted to learn how, because back then, briskets were not nearly as popular as they are now, or expensive for that matter but I loved eating them so much and I wanted to learn how to do that too. And they would always answer my questions, which was, which was awesome. And, uh, and I really, really appreciate it. Um, very sadly, uh, Sid Jr. passed away way, way too young, uh, here very recently. And he sure was a good friend to me. And, and man, did we, did we have some laughs and and catch a lot of fish <laughs> while we were while we were talking and visiting in that store. He uh he had a gun shop in that store too. I mean, look, this place was a one stop shop, period. You you could go in there, and it was a full on grocery store, a gas station, it had food, world class brisket, of course, and uh Sid Jr. or Junior as we call him really answered a lot of those questions that I would have you know about about brisket's like how do you cook it uh <laughs> you know the temperature the time why this kind of smoke why are you using this why you know just any kind of question that I had I, I, about how do you guys make this amazing brisket now look i know you're not going to tell me everything i know that mr sid has not told everything you know but just kind of get get me in the ballpark and he would junior would always he he loved showing me the process he loved that I was interested in it he was kind of obsessed with the briskets too uh we all kind of were there for a little while it was fun and and uh and look granted I know that we'll never know everything that Mr. Sid does to properly uh make those things but but one thing that they could show me is how to trim them, how to slice them. You know, a few tips on the rubs, but of course not everything. No pit master gives away everything. Uh, my son, my 10-year-old son, uh, he reminds me a lot of myself in so many ways. One thing he says a lot is, Dad, I've got a question. Well, I was the exact same way, So, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I had a lot. I had a lot. And there's just something about that delicious smoked meat that really piqued my curiosity and made me want to learn how to make it. So with all of that said, I think it is pretty easy for me to pinpoint where my brisket obsession started. It was definitely at S&J in Hornbeck, Louisiana with Mr. Sid's brisket, without a doubt. So... When I finished college, I got married, I moved up to North Louisiana and I was living in uh living in Minden, Louisiana. And a good friend of mine and a and a fishing buddy named Ed Wilson gave me a call one day and uh and told me that I needed to go to Academy and pick up this new Braunfels offset firebox smoker, because it was only like a hundred and twenty dollars and uh and crazy enough, those are they're still about that same price today. But anyhow, that is the same type of smoker that Mister Sid was using at the time, so it was a no-brainer, and I went and 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 I got it. Well, of course, one of the first things that I want to cook on it is is a brisket. So I I seasoned it, got it ready, and and all of that, and did everything that you had to do, and it, it wasn't long before boom, I'm I'm cooking a brisket. That I believe is where my true quest for the perfect brisket began. The first one was just okay. All right. The, I cooked it, I smoked it, I did, did what I thought I had uh thought that I'd done it right. Uh, but by my standards today, uh just a big no. I, I would almost say unedible. But yeah, we probably wasn't that bad. But it wasn't trimmed very well. The flavor was just okay, the smoke was not that great it was just kind of a mess i just i, I didn't you know but that you that's how you learn you, you got to start somewhere but briskets were also like 18 or 20 dollars back then i mean this was 20 20 years ago or so so i mean if you made a mistake back then yeah I mean, I, you know it was okay it was okay today in 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 2022 they're selling from like the cheapest you can get is around 2.99 a pound and most of the times they're three forty nine and higher a pound. So I mean it. it can cost anywhere from sixty to hundred and twenty dollars for not always even prime briskets. It's it's crazy. But anyhow, so this of course takes me back to the drawing board. Not doing well on this on this brisket, and I have a lot more questions for my friends there at at S and J. And with their help, my briskets kept getting better and better over time. And, and now I feel like I have a, I have a really good brisket. Um, and it's mainly in part of, of what I learned from them. Now, I don't cook mine the exact same way that they do. In my opinion, there's, there's no one way or one right way to cook a brisket, be it fast or slow or the rubs you use to put on it. The type of wood that you use to smoke it, that <laughs> that you can jump into the weeds on that for sure, whatever it is. But I have locked more into the central Texas style of briskets, slow smoked with post oak, just salt and pepper as the rub. You know, it's simple, but it's done with so much love and care. The pitmasters out there truly make it a thing of beauty to watch. I mean, I love it. I love it. Uh, from Terry Blacks in Austin to Kreitz in Lockhart and everywhere in between. How these things are smoked are impressive alone. It is. It's just incredible to see. Just totally incredible to see. And they're also dang good. Oh, they're all so good. But with that said, I still don't think I have had a slice that beats Mr. SIDS. And I know I will look, I will know when and if I do. And I have had some absolutely incredible, incredible briskets at these places. And I'm going to talk about some of them here, here in a minute. But look. I think that's part of the fun for me. I'm just on an ongoing quest to find a slice of brisket to beat it. The beauty is that I've only scratched the surface with the legendary places that I've been able to visit in Central Texas. And trust me, I will be visiting many, many, many more. (laughs) So um, a couple of years ago, before the pandemic, I was out in San Marcos working and I decided that I needed to truly hit the circuit. You see, they uh, they call Lockhart, Texas, the barbecue capital of Texas. And it's just outside of San Marcos, 10 or 15 miles. I think it's a, a around that. But look, th- that alone all you really need to know. So <laughs> Lockhart, Texas, the barbe- barbecue capital of Texas, it's like a town... That has six or seven different barbecue places. Every single one of them is absolutely worth driving hundreds of miles to eat there. It's bonkers. And this town is it's small. I mean, it is not a large town at all. I'm not sure what the population is. I didn't look it up, but it it's a it's a small Texas town. But man, people people do come from everywhere, everywhere around because it, it's so incredible. So I decided while I was on that trip that I needed to go in in that area and judge these places for myself. I mean, literally judge them. I have a scoring system that's similar to what a judge is looking for whenever I try these briskets. I mean, it's a lot looser and I'm no judge at all. But I like the texture of a brisket or of the flat to be firm, but yet tender so it Folds over whenever you put it over your finger. F- just folds over. But it doesn't fall apart. And then I want to slice from the point to have fat. But not too much fat. And I'm t- kind of talking about in the middle after you slice it. Just the right amount that makes it sweet in a way. And it kind of kind of melts in your mouth. And then the bark. I want that sucker black. I mean, dark black. Almost looks burnt. With a little bit of a crunch, not a huge crunch, because too much crunch, yeah you know, it, 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 it then it does taste burnt. But you need just a little crunch, and oh, uh, but it can be tough to get there. And then that taste of post oak smoke, oh, I love it. it. It it is it's just it's my favorite. It's not too much, it's not too heavy. You know you're eating something that's smoky and delicious and good. But gimme 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 <laughs> as as Bob Wiley says and what about Bob? Gimme gimme gimme. <laughs> oh, the smoke ring I mean, look, that's always there on these briskets. It's nice to see a lot of people kind of go get mushy over a smoke ring. It's really not that hard for a <laughs> for a piece of meat to to make if you slow smoke it like that. Anyhow, I don't judge the stuff by this by the smoke ring. Um, so whatever. So anyhow, that's how I judge the places that I go. Now, look, I have to. I'm I'm going to reveal my Central Texas top five. But with that said. This list is far from done. Okay, so I'm leaving out places like and uh, and this is this is probably a much too early to even rank places podcast. But look, I, I just uh, I, I will I'll revisit this at another point. But I am leaving out Franklin's, the Salt Lick, uh, L- Louis Mueller, L.A. Barbecue, Cooper's a handful of others that are, uh, that are legendary, just, just around Austin alone. Um, so, and, and Franklin's of course is the one I want to visit the most, but my timing just has never been right for me whenever I've been in Austin. And of course there's a long wait there and all of that, which I'm willing to do. I have no problem doing that. It's just not ever worked out to where I was able to, uh, where I was able to, to get there. But, I am sure that, that, uh, that I will make it there sometime soon. I can't wait to, cannot wait to, to rank it. Look, before I jump into this top five and talk about these places in Central Texas, I have to mention the, all, most of these places, if not all of them, they serve beef ribs, pork ribs, sausage, chicken, all of that, but Wow. Some of the highlights in these places it's something that turned me on to something totally new the The jalapeno cheddar sausage at Kreitz and Hayes County barbecue is absolutely out of this world and then a thing that's that's kind of big in central Texas as well is beef sausage and it's unbelievable it's it's different has a different taste than kind of than what you're used to. You know, it's ground really fine. Uh, I do believe they mix it with pork. Don't hold me to that, but but it is it's glorious. It's it's just it's different. And they put it on these little rings. Um, just it's really neat the the sausage that they make out at all of these places too. That's a whole nother show, <laughs> you know, and, and really and truly you you can really dive into the weeds of of the of the sausage. But of the places that I ate. Crites in Lockhart and Hayes County in, in, uh, in San Marcos. heads and shoulders above everybody. It was uh, they were absolutely fantastic. And I had just so I, I had to mention those. and look, we're not even going to get into the Dino beef ribs. That is also a whole other show in and of itself. Um, just un- unbelievable, unbelievable. But I'll say this: I'm not a huge fan of Texas pork ribs. I mean that w- with the utmost respect. Just none of them really shined at any of the places where I tried them. But with with my experience of ribs, so at a place like Memphis and and St. Uh, well, not St. Louis, uh, Kansas City for sure, I mean, and and other places. Mississippi has ribs, okay. <laughs> You can really get some good ribs in Mississippi. You can get some everywhere, and they—I mean—they're good in Texas for sure. They're—they're very—they're smoked. They're smoked perfectly. But pretty much one thing that lacked at all of these these places were were seasoning. Yeah, it's just they're kind of kind of dull. Uh, but again, I mean that with the utmost respect period uh you know so I don't hopefully no one gets offended by that but look the star of the show in this is at all of these places is the Brisket so who cares you go there to eat brisket anything is uh, everything is good there but you're there for brisket so let's let's jump into the rankings. we're going to start at number five and go down. I'm going to talk a little bit about each place, and and look, I just have to say right right off the bat, and, and uh, that uh, the beauty of this top five is that any of these could be number one on any day. All right, I mean they there there's they they have their ways of which they separate. Number one to me has separated themselves the most. Uh, and I've eaten at several of these places more than once. So it wasn't just a one hit wonder. I, I, I had to, I went back and I retested these things. So you're truly getting my best guess, my best shot, my, <laughs> my best opinion of these places. I right, so we're going to start at number five, city market in Luling. Now, Luling's a little bit south of the, of this whole Central Texas area. Well, they're in Central Texas still, but a little bit south of Lockhart. Uh, but also, if you're in that area, it, it's, it's worth the drive. Man, was this place good. I've been fortunate enough to actually have eaten there three times now, and it, it's just simply fantastic. And look, do not sleep on their barbecue sauce. It is, it's incredible. Um, but the first time that I ate at this place, the first time I ate there, it was unreal. In fact, it's so close to the number one brisket on this list. Uh, I mean, it is close, close. That first time was just amazing. So you walk into this place is what's so interesting. It, It's in Luling. It's on the, like the main street in the, in the city, it has this kind. Of, it's a red end of a like a shopping old school downtown shopping deal, you know. And it, it's there on the the corner, and you walk in and the you go to the back to order. Like it, it's a little confusing at first, but no big deal. And I believe, if I remember right, it's just it's cash only. Uh, but you go to you finally you work you go to the back and you go inside where all the smokers are and man, it's pitch black in there you know, all from all the soot of the smoke and there's just slinging briskets. And I mean, it it's, it's pure heaven. It's pure barbecue heaven. It's small town, middle of nowhere. Just, uh, unbelievable. And, uh, and you get your brisket, you go and you sit down at the table and look, do not sleep on their barbecue sauce. It's awesome. It is absolutely awesome. It's kind of tangy, uh, a little more tangy than a sweet barbecue sauce. Uh I, I would say it's more kind of like a like a Carolina type of a uh, barbecue sauce, but we're not diving into the weeds of all of that, but it it's it's different and it is it's great. I mean it's just it's just absolutely great. So, um starting at number 5 with it and and the rankings I g- I give it a 9.0 so I've ranked all of these as well and look I th- I went through like I said a complicated ranking system and what's fun is I remembered whenever whenever I did this I went to I went to four of these places in one day of of the top five but I've been to several over different times and stuff like that and I already had my system but I went to four of them on one day so th- those four are pretty pretty locked in uh, I'll go back to my hotel and I wrote down I broke it down with the scores and I was consistent in every place that I went I would just get like a pound of brisket a couple of links of sausage some ribs and and roll on, and I would I would eat a little bit there, and then wrap it up and go on to the next one. This was just it was just a pure tour. It, it was fun, and I was completely by myself too doing this. So anyhow, I, w- I get back to the hotel, and I kind of had my idea. I gave a score, put it down, and then I took everything out, which wasn't cold yet, but it wasn't as warm as it was when you eat it hot. So. I wanted to give that, you know, you have to go back and and give that give it a true test and see if it still tastes as good as you thought it did. So I went back through these places and and did exactly that. I I gave them went back through, rescored them and everything. So I found all of my scores tonight in my uh in my suitcase, believe it or not. So I was I was unpacking I was out of town this past weekend and it's been they've been hidden in the back of my suitcase tucked away on this little notepad that I'd scratched everything down with so I'm like oh yeah perfect this is just fantastic but anyhow so starting at number five city market in Luling you have to go there you absolutely have to go there the last two times that I've been there though they were amazing it was great But not as good as that first time that I went there. Which was just, like I said, just absolutely incredible. However, I'll be going for a fourth time. And I absolutely can't wait. Um, So then coming in at number four with a 9.25. By the way, this is on a scale of 1 to 10. All all of these in the top five are in the nines. Uh, A 9.25. Blacks in Lockhart and in San Marcos—they're one and the same, I believe. They also have a location in Austin, but I've eaten at the one in San Marcos and I've eaten at the one in Lockhart, which is the original. Uh, and look, it's—it is the OG of briskets in Central Texas. All right, I mean, it is—it's OG. It's that's really one of the first places I had heard about several years ago. And look. It totally lives up to the hype. Totally lives up to the hype. Um uh, the difference between San Marcos and Lockhart, they were both very similar. I couldn't tell much of a difference. If you're in the area, um no offense to the San Marcos location, go to the Lockhart one. It's just so cool. And it's the original, you know, so you have to go there, but holy cow was it good. The bark on the brisket at Blacks, uh, is just fantastic. And of all of them, it, it's most likely, I would say, it, it's probably the most tender. It is the tenderest of, of these top five, definitely. Uh, I, I would definitely say it is. I mean, and according to my scores, it was. I, I ranked it as the most tender. But it, again, we're we're splitting hairs on some of these rankings. This is tough. This is tough. They're all good. They're all good. You can't go wrong. But, but that's number four. Blacks in Lockhart and and the one in San Marcos and Austin. All right, coming in at number three with a score of a nine point two. Kreitz Kreitz Market in Lockhart. Now it's spelled like Kreutz. It's spelled K R E U Z, but it's German, so it's pronounced Kreutz. And uh and man. They do it a little bit different at Kreitz. They cook their brisket hot and fast. And they do it in like different stages too. So it's interesting. You can look it up on YouTube and stuff like that. See see exactly how they do it. But they have a legendary, legendary pit master uh, there named Roy Perez. He's been there for like over 30 years. And it is absolutely fantastic. The bark on it unbelievable the bark is un unbelievable the uh the smoke the smoke taste for it being cooked hot and fast it, it's surprising number 1 that the bark gets as good as it does uh that's surprising um and number 2 that that you get the smoke flavor that you get from it i mean it it's smoky just like you just like you cook it you know, twelve, fourteen, sixteen hours, eighteen hours, whatever it is, however it is that you cook it, uh, and look, it sta- it can stand toe to toe with with all of them. I will say, I've only eaten there once that I found it to be a little bit tough. I don't want to be too critical, a little bit, but the everything else just, I, I, it over. I was fine with it being a little bit tough. The flavor. The flavor is a ten. Okay, it, it's unbelievable that something could be that good. That's cooked hot and fast. I've not personally tried to cook one like that. I doubt I ever do. But super interesting to see that they uh, that, that how they do it and their sausage though. I mean, I, I don't know which one outshines which because they should both be on a pedestal. But the sausage that they make at Kreitz. Is out of this world. Their jalapeno cheddar sausage, unreal. Their beef sausage, hot sausage, I believe is one, I think is what the, what they call it. Whoa. Uh just unbelievable. So Kreitz, hats off to you, sirs. Hats off. Um coming in number two. Number two with a nine point five. This place is almost flawless to me. (laughs) I mean, they have a super nice, brand new building because they needed it. And I see why. Wow. Just wow. Hayes County Barbecue in San Marcos. Holy cow. I've eaten there twice now. And it's been the most consistent of the places that I've gone without a doubt. The bark, the smoke, the tenderness, perfection. And their jalapeno cheddar sausage. (laughs) Buy all that you can. Bring an ice chest. Load up. Holy moly, is it good. I can't suggest this place enough. I I just can't. Hayes County Barbecue in San Marcos. But this is a show about brisket. Wow. The bark is black, almost burnt, shiny, because of the fat, the yummy fat that's inside that brisket is just shining through. It looks so perfect. If you care about smoke rings, it's there. It's perfect. But that smoke has penetrated the meat just right. It is perfection. Just perfection. And finally, coming in at number one with a 9.8 rating, a place I've also eaten at twice. Both experiences being the mind-blowing same. This place is my gold standard of the post oak smoked brisket. The bark, the smoke, the tenderness, the experience of the place, sure, it may be labeled as touristy. It is, it, it kind of is in a way, but who cares? It's cool. The brisket is almost, and I say almost, as good as Mr. Sid's. You know, you're in for a true smoked Texas barbecue experience when you are in this place. The place is. Terry Black's in Austin. Man, do I love this place. Everything about it. Absolutely love it. And I cannot explain how good the brisket is. I can't even come close. Now, if I am going to be critical, and this is the only little bit of criticalness, I I will say it's a tad salty. It's just a tad salty. But I could get past that. I would rather it be just a tinge salty than not too salty. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't want it to be just plain and bland, all right? But it's, I mean, it's not too, too much. I have a neighbor who would absolutely think it, it was dead on. You could probably pour another half gallon of salt on it, and he would still love it, but he, he would love it. He loves him some salt, but the pepper and the smoke overpowers that and the meat is just oh it's just so good it, it 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 truly will put you into a meat coma it melts in your mouth it is unbelievable so yeah like if you're in austin and like i said yes there are places that i have not been to in austin but if you can only go to one place when you're in austin and you don't have five to seven hours to wait Now there can be a line at Terry Black, so you 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 need to get there. Uh, but if you're in Austin, you I can't suggest it enough. All right. I I just I just cannot suggest it enough. Like I said, I still got places to go, but it sits at currently, it sits at the, the absolute top of my Texas brisket leaderboard, and and I can't wait to go back there either. One little side note with them they have the most elaborate smoking, uh, setup for for where they smoke their briskets. Now, I'm not going to get into all of that with the pits and, and, and all of that, but it's really cool. Look it up on YouTube. They, uh, they had some issues with some of their neighbors and had to get really creative with the way that they can dampen the smoke because I mean, the neighbors were getting upset because of how much smoke was rolling. I, I, I think they cook over a hundred or so briskets a day. It's a, it's a big number. It's a lot of briskets a day, but they will tour it. Yeah. We'll give you a tour. So they behind the counter is you're getting your food in there. I saw on the sign, it said, ask about our barbecue tour. And I'm like, well, (laughs) tell me about your barbecue tour and you can go and tour the pits and whoever's out there tending to the, tending to the pits, they'll show you around and, and, uh, if, if the timing's okay and everything, they'll even let you peek in, peek in on them, and uh, and I got to do that, and that was that was really neat. And all of these places have just incredible and elaborate barbecue grills. It is just so cool to see. It's uh, it's really fun. So look, hey, I highly suggest that you go on a little barbecue brisket tour if you're in Central Texas and. Then you're and you're around Austin or even San Antonio, anywhere in there. Then it's not too far to make a little run, bring you a cooler, and uh, and and go see them, go visit them, and look. You can you can order these briskets online too. So check out their various websites. I mean, it's not cheap by any means, but if you have like a sous vide where you can reheat them, they'll taste just as good as they did the. The day that they were smoked and it rested. I mean, that you can't go wrong that way. Plus, you could you can look at their websites. I'm sure they have other ways that you can also warm up, warm, warm them up, uh, and and make them just just as good. Uh, but look, I would I would definitely check that out for sure. So look, that's it. That's my story about my brisket obsession. I think that you can kind of see I like briskets. I mean. I really like briskets, and, <laughs> and I think it's kind of been therapeutic just talking talking about this. But look, it may be controversial. I know I have more places to go to, but that is my current top five Texas barbecue, restaurants, smokehouses, whatever you want to call them. But ain't none of them. Ain't none of them top Mr. SIDS yet. Not yet. And I'm going to keep on searching. I'm going to keep on trying, too. Maybe one day I've made some that were pretty close to some of these places. I really do think I have. But I don't know if I've beat any of them yet. And I know I hadn't beat Mr. Sid's. So I'm gonna keep on trying. We'll keep on smoking. <laughs> but look, this story isn't done. We just know it's it's getting started. So until next time, have a great rest of your day. Have a great rest of your week. Stay positive. Love your life. Happy 311 Day. See ya.